Welcome back, everyone, to another rendition of uh, well, what we're calling Breakfast with Champions. Clever name thought of by Mr. Kevin English. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. Um, we're, we're, we're still working out that name. So, so if you're listening to this, you probably got it off of the iTunes store, and you probably noticed that there's other podcasts called Breakfast with Champions. How dare they? Right, like 10 others. Yeah, yeah. So, there, so there's a lot of that. So we're going to have to figure out something else. But that's what we're going with for now. Um, this is a monumental podcast is it is the first time we have a guest except for when that kid walked in on us a couple right. a couple weeks ago which was funny surprise guest <clears throat> surprise guest this is a planned somewhat planned guest we just kind of barge in on this guy but we have with us today uh mr david kangas good morning dave good morning uh very very happy to have this guy he's 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 kind of got a bit of a mysterious uh, mystique about him, the thinker down the hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's there's there, there's obviously more more to this guy that meets the eye. I think everyone knows that. Uh, he's a modest man. Probably doesn't doesn't talk about his story uh, as 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 often as, as maybe some do. Would that be correct to say that, Dave? Perhaps. Yeah, I can see that. So <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna start with um, th- this is this is the week after spring break. I've got a lot of things that I want to take a stand against, but but so so Dave, our our our, our segment, a recurring segment is taking a stand, either either against something, which is I think been been 100 percent of them thus far. You can stand with something or for something. That's 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 fine also. So I'm not going to put you on on the spot, but we're going to get started here. Um, would you like to go first, Kevin? Um, uh, sure. Uh, so I guess this week I want to take a stand against soapboxes. Are we talking physical or are we oh, talking the... Uh, uh, I'm talking the, the figurative sense of, of, uh, yeah. of standing on a soapbox, um, relentlessly uh, talking at length about issues that sometimes are, are so belabored that, that we forget why we're even here in the first place. I see. Okay. And, and, so, and so, what, so what triggered this for you? So uh, I just, you know... Uh, involved in several other uh, organizations out, outside of my work here, um, and, I, and I just come to routinely expect, uh, you know, every week, uh, kind of a, a, a soapbox, um, an issue that seems to come up again and again and again, uh, where it, it becomes unproductive. Sure. Um, and I think along with that, uh, you know, to take a stand against binaries. Um, you know, us versus them. Uh, yeah. Using that language, you get nothing accomplished uh-huh. uh, when that happens, uh-huh. uh, because then you, you've just managed to turn people off. So, are, are we talking social media politics here? Uh, it, it could be, because that's kind of that's that's that. that's coming up to me. I'm not sure how, how active you are on social media, David, because I know you have a Facebook account. Are you are, are you in that world at all? No, I, I am not in that <laughs> world very often. Why not? I don't know. I think it's more of a, it's a couple of issues. One, I'm not I'm not quite sure how to write on it. I always have a, a problem with um, figuring out who my audience really is. Mm-hmm. And plus, I don't want to contribute to the big data machine. Oh, okay. Grid. Okay. So, so, so your so your phone, the GPS is off. Correct. <laughs> correct. Because they they, right. they track that. I've heard of like uh, like Meyer or Walmart. Like they 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 know what. Aisles you're walking down, I and mean, we're not we're not so far. From, we're you, not right. far from like the Minority Report. If you're familiar with that, yeah, work, where yeah. Eventually, they'll be able to predict your future crime and yes, come to get you. Um, oh man! Before you commit the crime, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of along those lines. Isn't that a good that thing? Not far away from that. Is it, but, but how do you know if, if a crime has been committed if, if it hasn't been committed yet? Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> or if you're someone that, or if you're yeah, someone that needs. 
No, it could be it could be less you know less less problematic and more like well if you're someone that eats Oreos and ice cream every day mm-hmm. you know eventually you know they could come to you and say you know we are no longer going to insure you because your health habits are, are crap yeah I mean, and, or and bad. So, stores already do that with right. like M perks and the Kroger rewards yeah that they, they well it's been a couple of weeks since you bought this yeah um, or let me give you a coupon that's tailored just for your needs oh yeah oh yeah so I try to keep my my data footprint light you know I like to. To, to walk in and then take everything out. So what what social media platforms can you name? <laughs> Twitter. I know of that. Okay. Yeah, uh, you're not... Snapchat. I learn, I learn often. Well, yeah, you work in high school, yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah, throw yeah. me a vine. I, I know what's out there. Okay. I just, you know, well. I choose not to, to just kind of... I, I just don't have time. Do you, do you let your time. kids um, social media? Um, yeah. No, not yet. Although we do allow them to, to text us to communicate. We don't allow them to... Co- you know, they're not ready for one. Okay. Um, but if they want to, you know, use social media, you know, I'm going to try to help them understand it because I think it's just like any other form of writing. Mm-hmm. We've always had social media since the very beginning of the written word on a, on a piece of paper and then giving that to someone else. That was, you know, that's social media. Mm-hmm. It's been around. I think it's just faster. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be the only quality I think mm-hmm. that's different. What 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 kind of phone do you own? An iPhone. iPhone. Uh, there's there's many. Um, I think it's version. I think people call it a five. Oh, you, you think? Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't know. <laughs> There's a camera on it. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So, so what? What is the last app that, that you downloaded, or what is the what's a, what's the app that you have that 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 might benefit the listeners? I looked at an app. Um, I, I thought about purchasing it, um, but I'm not quite sure I wanted to. But it's a um, a Rails to Trails map ah, service. Yeah. So if you buy the app, then the app then can. Um, construct a map for you on how you might want to get across the state on safe roads or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cycling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bicycling. Wow. Yeah, nice. Which, why, why do we say motorcycle but bicycle? Yeah, it's right. Motorcycle. Always, oh, right. Or if you're always, a, if you're a, if you're a, but, yeah. uh, a biker, well then you obviously have a black leather jacket. Right. You obviously have a handlebar mustache right. and and tattoos. Yep. And it, but but if you're if you're a cyclist, yeah. now you're drinking espresso and wearing a goofy looking helmet. Right. <laughs> All right. So that so that's that. So 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 you're standing against the the metaphoric. Is that what I'm going for? Yeah. Soapbox. English teachers. Is that yes. the right word of metaphor right there? Yep. Okay. Yep. Metaphoric, that's a word? Are we yeah, good there? It, it can be if you use it. Okay, I just did. There you go. Okay. It's a word. So I, am ta- I, I, have, I have two stands to take. So, so I just drove to Washington, D.C., which you used to live and work there? I did. See, I didn't even know that. And I think we talked about it maybe yesterday and you mentioned it, but I didn't piece it together. Anyway, <clears throat> that's not the point. The point is I'm taking a stand against receipts. <laughs> All paper receipts. I was going to limit it to, to, to just at the gas station pump. When, when it says, do you want a receipt? My answer is always no. Dave, what's, what's your answer? On receipts? Well, on the gas station pump. We'll, uh, we'll start there, then I'll get to receipts overall. But, but let's just focus in on, so, so you, you, you go to the gas station pump, you swipe your credit card, I'm assuming you do that too? Sure. You don't go into the store and, and prepay Correct. with a 20? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then you, and then you pump your gas. Heaven forbid that little clip isn't there. Where, where, where you can clip it and then it just pumps and you can ha- have both your hands free to do whatever. I don't want to talk about that either. You finish pumping, you hang the thing back up, and it says, do you want a receipt? What do you say? No. <laughs> no. No receipt. Yeah. You know, you know who says yes? <laughs> this guy over here. I'm holding my head in shame right now. 
Well, that actually might be good for your, I don't know, for your, um, for your eventual, I don't know, taxes I, or something. I, 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 no I, never, checked. <laughs> I never checked. Is it a write-off? Did I, did I miss something? Well, so then, then, the, then the obvious follow-up question is, what do you do with the receipt? So if you, if you do say yes, and, and, and I'm assuming that some people do, and we're, we're going to do a survey. This is, this is going to be a survey question for the next survey. Um, but what, what do you do with it? Kevin? They're in the console in my car. They've been there since uh, December 31st of last year uh, until the car goes back this December 31st. So you get the car. The, 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 the lease is yep. just happens to be at the table. Was that planned? To uh, be? No. No. Okay. It just, uh, just, out that just happened. There was a great deal. So this doesn't have to do with fiscal no. planning, any no. sort of tax purposes. And so you, you say yes to the receipts. You put them in no particular yeah. order. Oh, no. Oh, no. What else is in that little console? Uh, there might be a pen or two. I, I don't know anymore. I can't see them. Yeah. Uh, very receipts. <laughs> uh, there's just a stack of receipts. Yeah. Uh, that, that'll get cleaned out. Someday, I mean, I imagine I could calculate how much I spend in yeah, gas. I think you could do a research year. report right. on, on your, your driving uh, habits. I, 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 don't, were, yeah. I, I don't know if I, have, if I want to spend the time to do that. Uh, but you definitely don't. You're right. <laughs> I might give him to Stacy as a president. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and then that leads me to the bigger picture, you know, so, so if you go out to, let's say, dinner mm-hmm. at a restaurant where there's a, mm-hmm. there's a waiter or a server, um, they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna bring you your bill and that little black thing, and there's going to be one piece of paper in there. This is what you owe, and it's kind of itemized. And then you, again, this is 2016, you put your credit card in there. I think it's got to, we got to be going phone with that pretty soon. But you put your little piece of plastic with your numbers on there, they take it back to whatever station, mm-hmm. swipe the thing, and then they come back with three pieces of paper now. One, it, to me, it's just a throwaway. And then you've got the merchant copy. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what a merchant really is, but I'm assuming that that is the, uh, the, the, the establishment. Mm-hmm. And then you have the customer copy. Right. Copies galore. You gotta, you gotta, so, so I just sign the one that goes to them, and then I, and then I put the other ones in my pocket because I don't want to litter. Mm-hmm. And then, but they always go directly into the trash. There, there's no filing cabinet. So you never corroborate and make sure that it matches up on your bank statement with the tip. Uh, I do do that. You do? I do. Every month? Every, every month. Wow, you check out. I look at the, like, the next Have you day. ever found a, a, a discrepancy? No, <laughs> no. Uh, but I, just in case, right? What if, what if that $5 becomes $15? Yeah, you're like and, my dad. Yeah. Because, because I'm adding something else on. I, I can keep those. And those go in my wallet, not the console. I asked my my parents about this. They're they're in their sixties and and they they've they've had a system for 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 their expenditures. Um, I'm not sure if that's a word. And they <clears throat> so so my dad every month he keeps he keeps every receipt everything that he that he buys in his wallet in chronological order. And then every month he he gives them in a paper clip to my mom. And then my mom takes hers. And then she checks them all, and, and, and she goes down, and, and that's that's just how they how they operate. And if, if you were, if you, if if they were to stop that, and I think that's why maybe we still do receipts, is because if everything became virtual, they ah, oh. right. hmm. I can't I can't handle it. Yeah, they have receipts for you. Don't keep them unless I need them for business. Of course, I mean to write mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. I do keep all of my school receipts. Yeah, and check those. Okay, I'm all ballparking. Ah, I spent some. You know, I'm doing my taxes. Ah, how much did I spend on, on, on my job? Two hundred bucks. I think the lo- maybe another question is: is at tax season, uh, and nobody has to admit to this. Uh, I, I will neither confirm nor deny. But actually, calculating how much you spend on Amazon because um, the state of oh. Michigan does require taxes to be paid now on those items. So, uh, so we're even supposed if they to- don't charge you, you're supposed to calculate what you should. I, I, I am going on the record. Come yep. get me, Snyder. <laughs> Come and get me. 
I'm not going to report that. Taxes still aren't done. Passive aggressive tax system. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, so that so that's taking a stance, and now 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 we're gonna we're gonna flip it here, and and uh, I want so I want I get to take a stance. Ooh, yeah, yes. Here we so go. Yes. That's a nice segue. Yes. I think I'm gonna take a stand against taking a stand. <laughs> oh, I like this. <laughs> no, it's it's been on my mind. I mean, um, and, it, and it has something to do with with the um, well, the kind of world that we live in, but then also kind of the the academic one too about the um, the, the the seemingly common argument. We're having kids write arguments often these mm-hmm. days. I went to a uh, conference about argument, teaching argument. I, I see argument on the news. I hear arguments on sports radio. And I'm just wondering, um, maybe it's time to take a stand against taking a stand and, and rethinking how we um, well, dialogue with other people. Kind of like this. And and so, you, so, so you're advocating accepting the world as it is Let's not get our, uh, our... I don't think I'm accepting it as it is. I'm actually advocating for change, but advocating um, in a way that, that, that says there's um, more. Yeah. And what that more is, I'm not quite sure, sure, because we live in a world where everything seems to be you know, persuasive, advertising, yeah. um, you know, marketing features that the Internet seems to be bringing. Um, you know, we talk a lot about where we get things and how we get them, which is all, I think, based upon making a point, taking a stand. Consuming, I think, things is, is sometimes even regarded as taking a stand. The stuff that we buy, we, we, we sometimes buy in order to take a stand or to present a point of view mm-hmm. or to be a certain type of person. I'm an Android user. I am an Apple user. Oh, so yeah, identifying. Yeah. Our, our things to, to, to be... Um, I mean, the apple that I see on your computer is not there for decoration. It's there for it's there status. To a stand, yeah, to take yeah. a stand on they, something. I find I find interesting the iPhone cases where, where like it's a case to go over your phone, but they'll but they'll have a little circle cut out so that the the, the Apple logo on the back mm-hmm. of your phone will will show. Like so, hey, you, you can you can still let people know. You can still take a stand with right. our yeah. our brand here. So even branding <clears throat> is. Is common, right? You hear a lot of companies or universities, you know, trying to create a brand, or, mm-hmm. or you know, you hear people talk about Trump. His brand is back. Oh, right. it's all based upon taking a stand and trying to, to persuade people to to identify with your brand. Yeah, yeah. And that and that gets into argument and, and rhetoric and all the things that we try to teach kids in school. Speaking of Trump, what are, what is the percentage chance that Donald Trump is the next president of the United States of America? I just want no, a number. This is all this, no. <laughs> It's got, it's got Zero. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. I'm not I like that. Can't, but it, I just don't think it will. Yeah, that, that would be something else. <clears throat> um, Mr. David Kangas, you are easily the most intelligent guest we've ever had on this no, podcast. No, not at all. I'm what? sitting next to the, to the <laughs> one and two. I'm third. I'm third. You're a guest. Third. You're a guest. Yeah. So, so you're the most. Yeah. And, and you're our first real guest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, <clears throat> so your your story then. So so what. Can we get maybe like a like a like a ninety second, maybe even two minute? I was born here. I, I grew up here. I had this many siblings. Can we, can we get that going? Sure. I was born in Ann Arbor. Um, I have one brother. Older. Younger. Younger brother. Yeah, he lives in Charleston, South Carolina. He's a uh, a writer, technical oh. writer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, high school then what? Pioneer. Pioneer High School. Yeah. 
and um, how, went to Michigan State yes. on a, a athletic scholarship. That's what got me started, yeah. I see. And so if, if the scholarship wasn't around, what, what, were, what were your options after high school? Um, probably build houses. Is, it, is that what your, 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 your father did? Uh, no, that was something I did on the side during summers. Okay. You had a skill. What, what did your parents do? Uh, my dad worked for um, IBM, and my mother was a nurse. I see. And so uh, baseball was your, was your sport? Yeah, baseball was my game. Pitcher? Yes, sir. And uh, so, so in in your arsenal of pitches, what, what was your what was your go to? If it's a full count, you're going against a uh, couple guys on. What, what are you just, what are you throwing here, man? <laughs> High and tight. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was taught to throw it close and not to be afraid. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so lucky. Yeah. so four years at Michigan State then. Uh, yeah, I graduated from Michigan State with a degree in social science. Social science and psychology. And then what? Uh, and then I went to D.C. to um, just kind of on a lark. Uh, a roommate of mine had moved there and um, the year previous, and then I just caught up with him and said, hey, can I spend three months on your couch and look for work? And he said, sure. Oh, wow. Awesome. That's, that's, that's bold. Yeah. yeah. So then you drove out there in your, in your what, your 84 Accord? <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I picture you driving like an Accord. I don't, yeah, it might have been something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Well, in D.C., you don't need a car, so I think I actually, my dad helped me U-Haul all my stuff down there because you don't need a vehicle. I didn't have a car for like three or four years. Mm -hmm. years. How much stuff did you have then? Uh, I had a motorcycle and a bunch of stuff. Oh, man. We were just talking about motorcycles, and you didn't chime in that that you were and maybe are a motorcycle owner? Used to be, but now I'm I'm married with kids. (laughs) So your wife made you sell the bike. No, I, I actually had a, I had a, I had, it had, I had a, I had an accident with it, so I had to get rid of it. Okay. Did you get injured? They, they typically uh, luckily, do. no, I did not. I was very lucky. We talking uh, like like a crotch rocket, or are we talking? Yeah, a, it was. Oh, I, I, that doesn't that doesn't no. fit you at all. No, no it really does. Well, that is shocking news. <laughs> you know, it was, you know, it was fun. <laughs> but I was delivering packages on that bike, and I had a, a taxi cut in front of me, and I went over the back end of it. Packages? Well, where do you put packages yeah. when you're on a motorcycle? Oh, you have like saddlebags. Oh, really? When so I then, think of couriers, so I don't think of people. So then I work for a congressional courier company, so Congress sends packages via, they don't like, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it's like now, but back then they sent, you know, sensitive documents, sensitive documents, you know, with people holding it so you could have signatures on it. Yeah. And so you would hop on your Yamaha? With Honda. your Honda, <laughs> with your did, did did you have like a suit that matched the bike? You know, like the aqua. No, I had, I had, uh, you, know, you had to have padding on your on your elbows and shoulders, so you had like the you know the, the leather jacket gear. Uh-huh. But I didn't wear pants or anything. No. Okay. And so and so it I didn't tag- last very long. That was like a week, and then I was. Like, <laughs> There's got to be a better way out. Yeah, especially in like a like a city like DC. Like I like I've seen the traffic. You're 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 just as good on like a on like a bicycle, in yeah. terms of being able to get from point A to point B. Anyway, uh, shocking news. That, that, that'll, that'll be the tagline of this podcast. It'll Probably. Be like, this week's guest, right. Dave Kangas, used to be... <laughs> Talks about a bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That amongst other things. So, okay, so, so, the, so the couch surfing three months was kind of the deal then? Like, yeah. hey, this is, this is about it. And then and how'd, that, how'd that go? It went really well. I was lucky because I lived with someone who knew the city well. Uh-huh. how it worked and you know they hooked me up with a, a headhunter that headhunter found me a job I worked in a law firm right away uh-huh. um, 
you know, um, and it was actually quite interesting to learn. And that's, you know, I eventually wanted to be a lawyer, but then I kind of changed my mind. But my point is, is it doesn't take very long. Mm-hmm. Really? So you were, you were proactive. I'm going to go make this happen. The world's not coming yeah. to me. Yeah, but I learned how to make it happen from other people who knew. Ooh, okay, talk, talk. Oh, he was mentored. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was mentored. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, completely, yeah. because... Um, my friend, who I stayed with, his brother had lived in D.C. for 15 years already, so he knew, you know, how you kind of navigate the, um, the, the kind of social Social networking. fabric, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was before, you know, technology had really appeared. People had pagers, and that was about it. Did you have a pager? Uh, I had to for the job, but I didn't really carry one on my own. Oh, so, like, you weren't selling drugs on the side or anything? <laughs> I see. <laughs> Supplemental income. Um... Wow. Okay. So, so you, so you learned the ways, which, which you can't really teach that in school. How to, uh, how, how to navigate social fabric in a in a, in a new city. Well, I can think there be a class for that. You know, we're always relearning things, right? Mm-hmm. I think we could do that in school. I think you you could look at 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 um, you know, growth is not just. There's not an end to growth. It's mm-hmm. a kind of a recursive thing. It's always like happening over and over again. Like I hear often, like my room, um, my neighbor who's going back to um, med school, you know, she told me one of the biggest things for her first year was relearning how to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because she had been away for one, but then also the, the demands that med school makes, you have to kind of like change. Mm-hmm. You have to grow. Mm-hmm. So this person's an adult, mm-hmm. right? She's right. 28 and she's saying, I have to grow again. Mm-hmm. So we should kind of have, um, we should be able to do that, but I don't think we do. We can't right. because we're kind of set with, you know, ends in mind and, and outcomes yeah. as opposed to thinking how growth might be recursive. Mm-hmm. You could set a classroom up where that, that may happen or well, could happen, I think. And I think the idea that growth always has to be better rather than different. Sure. Um, yeah. And, sure. and so those competing ideas. Yeah. So. And it's just tough to measure that too. It's like, well, like well, that's how do you, how do you issue, know? Yeah. You know, do you? Can you measure it? Probably not. Can you understand it? Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Those are two different things. Now, now we live. Now, if I wanted to take a stand, part two, would <laughs> which be you may, argue, sir, you may, which would be to argue against um, measuring everything, as opposed to maybe spending moments trying to understand something, how it works, to yeah. understand something isn't the same. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, uh, okay, we, we are we, we, we try to limit these to 20 minutes. We're at, we're at 22 and a half, and as I look at the clock, you you got to make cop- you got to get Chromebooks. I do. How much time? Because we, 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 we can... A couple minutes. So, so I, I want to... Yeah. I want to. I want to bridge the. So, so what happened between DC right. and, and com, coming and here. here? But I, ha, I have other questions too. So, <laughs> sure. I, you know, so so you want me to bridge it from from DC to here? DC to here. So okay. So you're so you're there. You're working at a law firm. Um, yeah. Give give us give us a couple of bullet points then. So that so well, then this I, happened. You know, I happened. worked in the law firm. Then I became really um, politically active. Um, I started to learn more about the world. I lived with um, Casa Cosmopolitan Group. People from New Zealand, um, from people from all over the world. And um, what? And what year is this? 1992. So this was um, pre-Clinton. Okay. So um, yeah. So that transition for me um, really kind of happened with the law firm that I worked for Amnesty International, which is a human rights group, and I worked organizing college campus groups. So Amnesty International is a group that works on behalf of, of prisoners or people who are thrown in prison without due process. Okay. So I, I kind of linked that law firm work with that group mm-hmm. um, and then spent time overseas 
in, um, I worked in Jamaica for a while working for a human rights group trying to help file um, um, well, habeas corpus writs to Britain because there was a group there that would represent people who were thrown in prison without, um, you know, they just pick people up and throw them in prison in places because you don't, you know, you don't share the same views as the government, mm -hmm. for instance. So that happens often in other places. Um, so we would represent those folks and try to help them get legal okay. representation. Okay. So then that um, interest in changing the world led to kind of um, a few moments where I had to kind of learn about how big the world is, and that can be kind of um, a good thing and a challenging thing. Um, so I thought about, well, how can one best, you know, make change for the yeah. And I thought, you know, writing and education was the next step after kind of getting that global, you know, kind oh, of yeah. human rights universal work where you're trying to work on behalf of many people, um, but kind of not really making the change that you would like to see. I think what's interesting there for me is that in, in the 90s, people typically don't think of uh, kind of this like shrinking globe. Yeah. And yet here you are in the early 90s, you know, traveling the world, having these experiences where we just pretend like it's now, you know, it's in the 2000s, right? 2015, where it's, a, mm -hmm. it's this, uh, you know, small world, but it, it was happening then. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. And so were you always a reader, writer? Like, I think I've always been a, a reader, I think, um, for sure. And I think I've always been a teacher, too, now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. I've always been someone who likes to, um, you know, engage in, in understanding, I think. Okay. So um, we got to wrap up here soon. Sure. But, but, but one other, one other uh, angle that I would like to, see, to seek out is uh, um, a morning routine. Mm -hmm. um, when do you read and how do you sharpen the saw? It's all lumped in. It could all be one one thing, but take take take, take that. Go. That's a metaphor, right? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Because I do sharpen saws. Uh, <laughs> then, then I would like you to touch on both. Right. <laughs> saws being chainsaws. Stone involved. Um, um, so yeah, I, I have to I have to read early in the morning because I have three kids, mm -hmm. um, and so you know that's the that's the best time that my mind is working in many ways, and so that's early. So I'm reading early. Um, weekdays too. Uh, yeah, weekdays a little bit. Um, I try to write once in a while during weekdays as well mm -hmm. but I'm usually you know up and at them pretty early it depends on what time of year it is so 4.35 and then I'm um, using the exercise bike now because I'm interested in getting into the package bicycling okay and um, so that's a routine then I have chores to do I have to feed you know you gotta feed the hogs farm so I, I you know I have to take care of the animals in the morning how, how many animals are we, are we talking here so right now my latest experiment is the beef cow so Benny? Um, Benny? yeah yeah so one of the greatest myths there is is that food comes from grocery stores. It really doesn't. You know, it comes from. What? <laughs> oh man! It comes from farms. Oh, mind here, it comes man. from you know people who who are interacting with animals. So that was my, my, my wheat thins come right out of the box, my friend. <laughs> I know. Where's that spinach come? That, that should be your next project. Find out where, where it's, you know, where it's you coming need from. You need to track your spinach down. Okay. And, and go to the farm. I dare you. I'm I'm writing this down. Okay. Track spinach. Good luck. Track my spinach. <laughs> All right, you're That'll on. That'll be a heroic effort, and you I might and and be able to write about that eventually too. Um, okay. One man in his spinach. Oh, 
I'd buy it. It's a good book. Like the man in the title. Yeah. What was the Hemingway book about the, the man in the sea? The old, yeah, the old man, man in the sea. Yeah. yeah. The, the young man yeah. in the spinach. No, I'm not yeah. young anymore, Dave. I'm 35. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> a grown ass man. Yeah. In the spinach. <laughs> if, I, if I if I had my Cedric drop, I, I would yeah. do it. There, yeah. There, there's yeah. there's the title. Yeah. Forward by David Kangas. Yes. Like That's it. good. CC me. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so sharpening the saw, then so that so that so that's reading. I know that I know that you're you're engaged in a in a, a couple of um, professional development or, sure. or groups or writing projects. Yep, national writing project. I, I'm, I'm really involved in. Okay, so with Kevin, and um, I'm also involved in a teacher research group because I think um, people need to think. Um, I think all people should be researching their food, researching themselves, their receipts and gas, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. We mm-hmm. need to be more of an uh, of an inquiry society, which gets back to my point about not making a point. Mm-hmm. We like need that. to inquire first, right. understand first, and then perhaps maybe make a case for whatever it is that you think is the, you know, the point that you need to make. Wow. So, uh, we're wrapping up. Fi- final question. Uh, Champions of Wayne 5K, yes. May 6th. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a Friday. You in? I may be in shape for that. Uh, non-committal answer right, right there, but we're going to let him off the hook. Right. We're going to let him off. We might have to make him stop it. Yeah. And, yeah. I, have to, I have to run a 5K with my daughter not far after that, so I, I might be able to handle it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, will, I, will, I will accept your non-committal answer and uh, hope that we can get 100% commitment. Uh, thank you for listening. We're a little bit over the time, but I think it was worth it, everybody. Yes, it was. Thank uh, you for coming. All right, all right. Take care. Sweet.